Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Create Me Podcast. Yeah, I had a little break last week, so yeah, but back with a brand new episode. This is going to be episode 67, and it's with Michelle Clark. She is the creator and owner of Melt Aberdeen. We speak about her new venture, Melt 2, which is going to be open up on Belmont Street this year. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy our chat, and I'll be back soon. Alright, catch you later. So yeah, got a returning guest. How's it going? Good. Hi. <laughs> Good. Hi. It's Michelle from Melt. Um, yeah. So I think it was it was a year ago in May. Yes. That we had a chat as well. So it's like, well, was ages ago, and a lot's changed for both of us. Yeah. Since then as well. But how have you been anyway? Good. I can't remember whether I was even speaking about number two at that point, or I can't remember. I don't think no. But I mean, actually, I do remember that we did touch on. We speak about like how. Small businesses expand and use very much. No, I want to keep this kind of local still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think at me, certainly, we had gone to see the premises. Okay. Um, and started the process. So mm-hmm. a whole 13, 14 months on. Okay. This is finally in. It's you know? yeah. um, So we would have liked to that to have gone a little bit smoother. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's what happens when you get in bed with a local council. <laughs> Um, so you know lesson learned don't do that again yeah so I guess like people who follow you would obviously know that you know Melt 2 you announced that was that like in autumn last year yes so as I say we went to see it in May Um, it happened fairly quickly and we put out crowdfunding in September with the hope of being open well before Christmas Mm -hmm. Um, everything was good to go smooth fine solicitor said right go for it uh, and then a gentleman at the council came back from his holiday and decided it wasn't fine and okay. wanted that to go out the window and start again. So, so I guess she kind of hit a bit of roadblock of red tape. Then. Yes, very yeah. much so. We couldn't couldn't really gauge what the issue was, mm-hmm. lack of communication. I've since spoken to a few people who have uh, said that they went for the same premises but gave up after about six months of oh, no okay. communication. Right. So perseverance pays off, yeah, I guess, yeah. you know. Um, but, yeah, it's been a, a long journey. Yeah. Uh, not to dwell too much on mm-hmm. the, this very stressful year that has been. Mm-hmm. Um, we're now finally in, and yeah. it should be positive going forward. Yeah, and for the listeners, then, the location of the space would be very familiar with people. Yeah, yeah. so it's uh, the old beautiful mountain mm-hmm. on Belmont Street, which I loved and a lot of people loved, yeah. and we're very sorry to see it go. Um, so hopefully we can you know, bring the building back into use yeah. and, and show it a bit of love in the same way that the beautiful mountain did. Yeah. So. I thought it was awesome because I used to go to the beautiful mountain and I think a lot of people did go there. Yeah, it was a very popular place. I think kind of close. Was it 2015? I think it was. I think it was open for about 15 years, but I could Jeez. be wrong. Okay. I could be wrong. I'd have right. to check that. But, yeah. um, it's a beautiful, people who are familiar with it, it's a beautiful setup in there as well. It's so. a great location. Yeah. I mean, you know, Belmont Street, you know, Aberdeen is what it is now, mm-hmm. a series of shopping centres, I guess. Yeah. So for me, Belmont Street really still is a bit of a hub. Mm-hmm. 
and with the art gallery reopening, yeah. you know, that that street for me sort of as a teenager, going to the art gallery a lot yeah. and, you know, sneaking into pubs when I shouldn't have been, yeah. you know, it, it's a very popular street with a yeah. lot of fond memories and, you know, if you're ever standing there come lunchtime, it's like, you know, Day of the Dead with the, the school kids coming down yeah. And, yeah. in huge armies, mm-hmm. so... And um, yeah, as far as a business goes, yeah. it's you know it's, it's going to be fantastic. So yeah, yeah, we're really lucky to, to have it. I think one thing I remember when I spoke to you about, like, I think you was probably the first independent business owner that I spoke to. Okay. For the podcast, and it was really kind of cool to kind of get you to actually just kind of discuss that whole process of what you do, and I think you very much simplified it for the listeners as well, especially for people thinking about, okay, I want to get into business for myself because it's not an easy path. No. Even just kind of going back to like you setting up a second location as well. Yeah. It has its ups and downs, doesn't it? Oh, very much so, yeah. yes. And, and you know, I guess it's that whole, you know, everybody would do it if if it was that easy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, yeah, it is difficult and it is perseverance that's yeah. paid off and, and bloody-mindedness, I guess, mm-hmm. and having a very clear image of what I wanted that place to be. Yeah. And, and knowing that really nothing else would suit exactly what we wanted mm-hmm. so um we've got two floors this time so we've got our takeaway downstairs we've got some seating finally yeah. for the takeaway um we've got a delicatessen so you'll be able to eat in the takeaway or the restaurant yeah. and then purchase the products that you've eaten that's really good uh, so cheeses wines bread mm-hmm. lots of local yeah. conserves and chutneys mm-hmm. and then a restaurant upstairs yeah. um I think the the difficulty that we've had is we've made such a name for ourselves doing the toasties that mm. we were trying to get away from people thinking it was a toasty restaurant. Oh, okay. Oh. And I, I know that there was one one poor gentleman who was a very good sport who mm. kind of sort of said something online about, oh, you know, well, I'll take my wife to a fancy toasty restaurant. And he was <laughs> crucified yeah. by about 200 people. Oh. Um, so what we've done with that, we, we've... We've employed the services of 42 Studio. Um, okay. So the first time that we've used a big creative company yeah. like that. Okay. Um, and the, the mission was really how do we how do we rebrand mm. with uh, a view to, to getting away from people thinking it was a toasty restaurant. Yeah. And, and for them, and it, it seems very simple now, but it took us a while to get there. Yeah. We've, we've adapted the logo to take away the piece of toast. Okay. You know? right, so yeah. our logo is is very well known, you know, it's a kind of piece of toast with drippy cheese at yeah. the bottom and our, our name melt in it. So we are going simply for, for melt. Yeah. Um, so it seems so simple when you see it, but yeah, yeah. it just takes it up a notch and mm-hmm. um, shows people that we're wanting to do something a little bit different. Yeah, so what would you kind of classify now, the restaurant with it? Like, I'm sound really ignorant now, would you say it's a no. cheese restaurant? I would still say it was a cheese restaurant, yeah. yes. Um I think what we're trying to do is something a little bit higher end, mm-hmm. um, but in the sense of the way that people dine now. So people dine in you know smaller plates, sharing platters, yeah. a bit more casual, mm-hmm. not so dressy, and mm-hmm. um, you know can go out after work and your your work clothes and yeah. it's not a big deal. So that's what we're aiming for. But um, you know we're we're trying to introduce you to a lot of cheeses that you maybe don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, and even things like burrata, you know, it's not commonly used in Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. Um, so some different dishes, some fresh takes on things, a couple of salads even, mm-hmm. a few surprises from yeah. a company that's known, I guess, for quite indulgent foods. Okay. 
Um, the thing with the cheese, I guess, is you know it could leave people going, oh, I'm not really in the mood for something heavy like mm-hmm. that this evening. Yeah. So it's trying to show that you can use cheese in, yeah. in different ways. Yeah. Um, and as I say, we're not we're not suddenly becoming you know food story. We're not very very healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still a lot of indulgent treats, yeah. but it's a fine balance. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll be doing a breakfast menu. Uh, kids menu, uh, including a kids cheese board oh, nice. uh, with baby bells and diddly right. and cheese strings and uh, lots of cool little things like that going yeah. on and and some interesting ideas. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll we'll keep everybody on their toes yeah. and surprised by what we can do. It's one thing as well. I always kind of say like in my Instagram stories once in a while that you know it's so important to create your own path, and I think you've done that very well. Yeah. And I think people know like the history of how you kind of started Melt was that you worked in oil and gas. Yes. And you was made redundant. Was it like four? Twice. Twice, twice in the same year. Yeah, twice in the yeah. same year, and then you were just like, oh, do you know what? Just think about doing this thing, and I'm gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I, I kind of the kind of person I guess once I've decided I'm gonna do something, mm-hmm. I do it. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah I just had to go for it because there wasn't much option you know mm-hmm. there wasn't a job out there for me at the time yeah. so I had to create a job and um, it was a wing and a prayer whether something like that was going to work in Aberdeen yeah. um, but it's been really well received mm-hmm. um, it's a very big range of customers that we have um, you know I think a lot of people thought we were going to be looking at the hipster market and that that's not a very big market in Aberdeen, yeah. really. So um, you know, we wouldn't make very much money if we banked on that. Yeah. So actually the bulk of our customers have ended up being, you know, workies and, you know, blue collar essentially. And people in the area as well, yeah. Yeah. And and those are the people we're most proud of, um, because those were the people I guess who were most critical of us when we first opened okay. and uh, were reluctant to, to pay five pounds plus for what yeah. they saw as something they can make themselves. Mm-hmm. Um and now it's their go to hangover cure yeah. you know so so those those aren't easy people to sway mm-hmm. um and those are our customer base so yeah do you think like something else I, I was at the etsy market and i was speaking to a couple of people and it's kind of like in aberdeen there seems to be this kind of self-critical kind of attitude within like the local community not just in the creative just like you know further feel that something happens is different and like oh what's this what's going on here yeah, yeah. They're, they're very reluctant to take on new things. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure I said last time we spoke, perhaps, that I'd spoken to somebody reasonably high in Marks & Spencer's marketing department yeah. at one point, and they had said to me that they tend to send their most risky products to Aberdeen, <laughs> um, because if it works here, it's going to work but, anywhere. Oh, okay. You oh. know? So they, they very much know what they like, yeah. and they won't be dictated to... Yeah. Um, but once they've embraced something, you know, as I say, you know, they're the defensive of us to yeah. the death, you know. And that's really good. I think that, you know, from, you know, from what you started, that was this 2014? 16. 16, sorry, 2016 that you started, we're 2019 now. Yes. And I think, like, I remember when we spoke last time, I think this is, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is very deliberate, not kind of... You know, you've got a lot of, like, successful companies and they're like, right, we're, like, you know, we're doing really well now, let's expand, let's expand. Yeah. So I think, you know, you like, probably methodically taking your time with expanding. Yes, yeah. I mean, we wanted to, to get to a point where this was the kind of company that you could replicate mm-hmm. throughout the UK if you yeah. wanted to. Um, whether that, that happens, we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I haven't put my mind to, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not going to say that it will happen, mm-hmm. but... 
you know the cost of sales of food is 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 pretty high and the margins are pretty slim and you know it's not an easy industry to make money in yeah. Um, so we needed to make sure that we were as cost efficient as we could so that that can then be replicated. Um, obviously, we're going into restaurant territory where we're using, you know, slightly more expensive produce, etc. And, and a lot more veg and things like that, perishable things. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to think I'm, I've learned a few lessons. Um, I'm not saying I've got it perfect, but... You know, I know when you're creating dishes, you try and do a couple of dishes using similar ingredients so yeah. that, you know, it's not just one dish and out, you've got to throw it, you know. Yeah. So it's just trying to use some of the lessons that I've learned. It's been a very steep learning curve and hopefully I've got half a brain on me at this stage and <laughs> can take it forward. So. But yeah, I think it's like, you know, it's really good that you've kind of got to this stage now. But I think like, I was going to wonder when somebody's kind of like, you know, managing their own business like how do you kind of like what keep what's kind of keeping you motivated still besides paying the mortgage um, <laughs> like, uh getting to a better place i guess yeah. you know i think that's the same with most people mm-hmm. you know you, you're working to get to a better place yeah. and i'm hoping that the more graft i put in at this stage the easier life will get at some point yeah and maybe that's the same as everyone else or yeah. maybe they just want it now i don't mm-hmm. know but yeah. I just keep hoping that, yeah, it will get easier, yeah. money will get better, yeah. I won't be so tired, etc. <laughs> you know, but um, maybe not, maybe I this guess, is it. I guess as well, like, contrary to belief, like, I remember last time we spoke about, like, on social media, in the paper, the press, will be like, well, this person, she's making this money, you're like, well, I wish, like, I wish I was making that amount of money, yeah. that is yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, financially, for a takeaway, certainly, we've done mm. very well. Yeah. Um, and on paper, it looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still, you know, three years in, only just kind of making a profit, yeah. you know, and that's that's the reality of things. And I don't think I I thought it would be any different. Yeah. So it's not been a surprise. Yeah. I've just known I have to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of people, I guess, get a year in and say, really, I'm still not making a wage or, and you know, persevere, right? and yeah. just can't take it forward. And that's totally understandable. Everybody's mm-hmm. different. Some people have got kids and different commitments, but... I don't think I ever thought it was going to be an easy road. So mm. there's not been any surprises. Yeah. Certainly the, the last year has been very testing. Okay. Um, you In know, what way do you want me asking? Well, I guess with it, with the council, yeah. um, you know, you, you've got to, to remember, you know, we, we released sort of information about the company expanding and mm-hmm. crowdfunding with good faith that it was yeah. about to happen, yeah. you know? Um, so for the rug to be kind of pulled from us, yeah. um, you know, once I had crowdfunders money and things like that, it was incredibly stressful because yeah. you don't want to touch that money because yeah. what if it doesn't happen? Mm. Um, and there might be a bit of a backlash there. There might be a backlash well. there, yeah. yeah. Um, but at the same time, you're getting charged VAT on the money coming in, and, oh, and yeah. you know, so yeah. there's all these kind of things. Uh, and then customers obviously want to, to thankfully want to keep speaking about it. Yeah. You know, that yeah. that kind of attention is hard to get but that's really difficult i guess when you're dealing with your own personal stresses yeah yeah um so you know between that and and i think lack of communication is always difficult yeah it can make you feel that you're not taken seriously you know that they don't see you as a a proper business person or a professional um you know whether that's your own chip in your own shoulder you know but it is difficult when you're you're kind of banging banging you know so it was just, where's the company going? You have this lack of control that you have. Yeah. 
which is a thing, you know, we spoke about that last time and mental health and, yeah. you know, the whole thing about owning your own business is, is taking a bit of control back sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, having yeah. some control over your own future and your destiny and your growth. If you work hard, you get yeah. something out of it. So when that's not the case and you're just hitting this brick wall, mm-hmm. it is quite, it is, it is tough mentally yeah. You know, to say oh, I have no control anymore. And you actually, know, maybe I should just stack this and this. There's been a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of enough, enough. Yeah, you know, um, with competitors coming on the market, etc. Oh, okay. um, right. Is that happening in Scotland or in Aberdeen? Locally, locally. Oh, okay, yes. I didn't know that. Yes, okay. yes. So, right. so no, yeah, it's been tough. It, it's right. been a, a yeah a tough tough year. But uh, I went back to Liverpool, actually, I'd studied in Liverpool, so yeah. I went back for a week at mm-hmm. the time, it kind of all got a bit much, and yeah. really thought about whether this is something I wanted to continue doing <laughs> yeah. in Aberdeen, which can be a very difficult town to, to operate in. Yeah. Um, I think the grass is always greener mentality, I think, right, that's it, I'm off to Edinburgh, yeah. they'll appreciate me there, <laughs> you know, but we've really built something here that is enviable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with a strong brand that's recognised um, and a name that's well known for mm-hmm. quality. Yeah. So it would be very silly to give up on that. Yeah. And other companies will really struggle to duplicate something like that. Yeah. I guess as well, even like the the customer kind of base as well, and actually yeah. like you know the like you've built that rapport with your customers yes. which you can't replicate no, you know, no, um, no. it just takes time yeah. and, and work and graft I'm and actually quite surprised that someone, I guess you could take it and say like what do they say that say um, oh, um, I know what you're yeah but you know the, the flattery and yeah, you know, all the rest of, of it thing, yes yeah. yeah I don't think I'm quite that silver lining-y okay um, you know I'm probably a bit more like you Wait, know what, 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 <laughs> Right. What was the first few words that came out of your mouth when you like realised, oh, there's somebody local doing what I actually do? Well, they're not local oh. per se. Oh, okay. um, uh, they're maybe a bit more from your neck of the woods. Oh, right, from London. Nonetheless, nonetheless, we've got a fantastic product yeah. that we are going to do well with and between the food you know which i mean every element of this business has been thought out yeah over a year okay. you know right. and that is the silver lining of that situation you know yeah. that you're never going to get anything as well planned as this yeah. you know the menu has been conceived and changed 200 times wow you know so if i had gone to press with it at yeah. t- at the time you know, imagine where we would be, you know. Yeah, so now yeah. it has been tested and tried and it's all products I can cook personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I am hiring a kitchen team, yeah. um, but I needed to know that it was products that were more about the, the luxury of them, mm-hmm. you know, um, rather than the extravagance and the chefiness of yeah. it. It's just, you know, it's doing banana bread on the breakfast menu, but doing it with, you know, crusted brown sugar pecans yeah. and caramelised bananas yeah. and and serving it with, you know, uh, mascarpone ice cream yeah. or, you know, it's going over the top in every way, it, which is what we're very good at, yeah. you know, um, making something as indulgent as it can possibly be. Yeah. So everything has been designed, you know, I've been in there painting 
for a while, more than I should have been, um, sort of before we got our keys, if you like, um, because I, I want it still, you know, yeah. I, it, it needs to happen. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not saying it's painted extraordinarily well. Um, but it doesn't look too closely, guys. You it doesn't look too It looks pretty drippy, cheesy, you know, <laughs> right. but um, it's, it's done. It's been thought out every yeah. part of it. I am in that business in mm-hmm. everything you'll see. Yeah. You know, from the cutlery to the the food to the decor, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully, you know, if you, you bury your soul like that, you put it out there, hopefully yeah. people will appreciate it. And know? I think people do when you, you know, when they see that someone puts in hard work for what they do and any kind of creative outlet, they yeah. respond to it well. Yeah. If it's mimicked and it's not yours, then people actually say, no, that's trash. No, yeah. we're not going to take that on at all. Yeah. One thing I want to touch on, like, you know, you said that like, you changed your menu around throughout around 200 times. Yeah. So you think, like, um, being like, an independent business owner, you have to be very meticulous yes. with what you're actually putting out there yes. as well. Yeah, because yeah. it's your name all over yeah. it. So you can't half arse things. Mm-hmm. And you certainly, I know there's, you know, a lot of people that just, you know, I've got 500 cookbooks you know and I could just open them all at a page and go that that and that you know but I wanted it to be about uh, melt and about the history of melt so there's dishes that we did when we first opened that we realized quite quickly because it was a takeaway it just it wasn't really going to work but you still get people asking for them now you know so there's dishes like that coming back and things I've cooked for years and things I cook for my husband and things I make for presents for people at Christmas and you know, so it's a personal menu, yeah. like everything else in Mel. You know, there's a story behind it, yeah. and it's almost something I've been stupidly trying to get away from, I guess, for a while. The the personal element to it, mm-hmm. one because you bury your soul out there. You know, you're exposing yourself to a kick in as well as people yeah, appreciating yeah. it. Um, but you know, how can you grow a company and replicate it if it's all about you? Mm-hmm. Um, so. I've tried to take myself out of the company and social media and things a little bit. But unfortunately, those are the things that people respond best to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. instead of fighting it, I'm not saying I'm going all in. It's yeah. not suddenly a blog about me, you know, but kind of I have to, to balance it and yeah. I have to accept it. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's why people continue to go to independent businesses, because mm-hmm. it's the story behind it and the person. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just another faceless chain like everybody else. Absolutely, yeah. So you need to give them something to, to warm to. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, people are nosy, you yeah. know. They want oh, yeah. to know about you and yeah. your life and your husband and yeah. your mates. And, and you know, somebody, one of the kind of top local chefs early on said that to me, you know, mm-hmm. that social media, people want to know about you, you know. And, yeah. And I think I've tried to fight it for years and, and now yeah. I've just come to terms with it. This so. is my thing, I remember, because it was like, 10 feet tall was Adam and Cameron and it's like um, I think that was like my fifth or sixth chat he said oh I was going to do like a selfie thing and I was like huh what like you know I want to take a picture because like people kind of ask him like who is this person and stuff I was like oh yeah you have to put your face to what actually what you're actually producing yeah. you can't be like you're right you can't be a faceless entity no and people be like well don't really know who's doing this who's behind this you know yes yeah, yeah. And and that's why I clock onto a lot of local companies as well, you know. Mm-hmm. And we've started for the restaurant. Certainly, we're working with some really interesting local people. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them being Singularity Hot Sauce. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, it, is that 
Mark, Mark yeah, yeah. I think and, him, yeah, and again, you know, it's it's his social media and things like that yeah. that, have, that have made me warm to him. Mm-hmm. That then say, right, okay, let's get you involved. Yeah. So um, he's working on a, a top secret uh, hot sauce, especially for Melt. Nice. Yes, that awesome. you'll only be able to get at Melt cool. on the tables yeah. and then in the deli. Right. Um, we'll be working with Ellie from the Veg Company again, mm-hmm. and Alice from Bakery Lane. Mm-hmm. Um, Cameron from Brutoon and Peterhead. Um, we've got Peapod and Hume Vintage, yeah. uh, Lorraine Grant yeah. and uh, Claire Milne. Uh, they are using the space as a showroom. So oh, because of the 70s vibe, yeah. and, you know, I bought a lot of furniture and pieces from them. Mm. Um, and then they're kind of contributing a lot more yeah. because you know if, if we wanted to make make it look like your nan's living room yeah. on steroids then <laughs> it takes a lot of props so yeah. they're putting their pieces in there and you'll be able to buy those pieces mm-hmm. um so that's a new kind of situation there as well really you know good, yeah. um so we're just trying to work with lots of local interesting people yeah. nick from roots catering getting involved with the the vegan side of things and and I think all of that's very important to me because I've worked very, very hard on my relationships in Aberdeen. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I always have, when it, even when it was recruitment, you know, mm-hmm. I made sure that I, I treated everyone I spoke to in the same way. Mm-hmm. Whereas you maybe got recruiters that, that went internally and suddenly forgot, you know, where they came from yeah. and yeah. wouldn't receive calls from people mm-hmm. and all the rest of it. You know, you're going to meet these people again uh, in life a lot. You I know? think that's such a key, important thing to kind of say. Yeah. I think just from my kind of experience of what I've kind of experienced when I first started doing this, that yeah. there were some people who wouldn't probably give me the time of day, and now they are. You yes. know, and the thing is, I'm not like a dick about it. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm at time that you kind of ignored my messages. I'm not yeah. like that kind of mindset. But it's just kind of like, oh, okay. You know, like you just remember yourself. Yeah, you got your own little yourself. shit list. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. That's you fine. Smile. You're like, oh, okay. It's like that Father Ted moment, isn't there, when he's reading off the list <laughs> of people that have wronged him? Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I just you need to treat everybody equally. Yeah, um, absolutely. You never know when you're going to need a favor, mm-hmm. and vice versa. So every event we do, we're the first to lend people cables and electricity and lighting and whatever. You know. You want your food, you want this. And you make so many friends that way. And so when we went to do the restaurant this time, there was so many people I could call on Mm -hmm. for information or favours or come up and have a look. What do you think about this? And and that's because of you put in the hours, you know, with these people. I think as well, like, um, why I kind of always say, like, big up the day. I would say, like, you know, we have to be positive about where we're living and yeah. what we call, the place that we call home. Yeah, so it's a small village you know, and yeah. community. So. And then, like, you know, um, I was speaking to someone a couple of weeks ago and was kind of having a laugh about, you know, every time, like, the Christmas village comes and then you look on social media or oh, any it's kind of just creative the onslaught. festival. Yeah. It's just like, what's this doing there? This is it's crap. It's not Edinburgh. Yeah, it's yeah. Edinburgh, yeah. It's like, well, what are you going to do about it then? <laughs> you know, like, I find that very strange that... Oh, you're always going to get... Yeah, yeah. I, I think it is difficult having haters yeah. for anyone. Um, mm-hmm. But the haters hate on anything. You yeah. Know? And you can guarantee that they'll be there the next time you do something that they don't <laughs> like. So you can't live to please them, you know. Um, 
I think because because I've put such a kind of personal thing in the business as well, yeah. I get a lot of emails from from people and social media from people, usually men, funnily enough, um, saying how disappointed they are with me, you know, and oh. in the way that I've dealt with something or said something online, or okay. I really thought more of you, you know. You can think these people are obviously building up something in their head, you know, about oh, yeah, you and deciding who you are, who you are yeah. and and holding you up to that position. Mm-hmm. So you really let them down if you like um, you know I'm not Miley Cyrus so I've not got to try and show a good rep for teenagers etc you know you just got to do your best and live by your own moral compass as much as you can yeah, yeah. and you always make mistakes mm. and you maybe say something on social media that you wish you hadn't yeah. or oh, that was a bit petty or silly but you know we're all human yeah, I, I shared some of my Instagram story. There's a kind of few, few people knew, like, um, use a local printer's not my usual person, and they kind of just done a botched job, and it kind of took like 16 days to kind of get a refund. Uh, and I was kind of disappointed because it's like a local business, and I'm not going to mention their name because it's been resolved and we've got a refund. There's like a collaboration between me and a friend that we produced this, like, Big Up the Dean piece, mm-hmm. and it's just like. Oh, so I had to go down that route of mentioning like legal stuff and like trading standards, and then you yeah. took it seriously. Followed by emails of, like, you know, oh yeah, hopefully all's good, and we can kind of figure out a way of working with each other again. Blah blah blah. Have a nice summer. I didn't reply to it. I kind of thought that, that chapter's done. But what kind of pissed me off is that, like, you know, all the things that you mentioned, the principles of being a local business, which yeah. is highly important, yeah. is that. A, that was like the polar opposite, you know? Yeah. And, I, and, I, and yeah. I kind of struggled with that and I kind of felt like, you know, and I fought back about this company's business ethos and it wasn't, didn't match with my kind of mindset of what I would expect. Yeah. So kind of well, like, Do you know what? Yeah. Lesson learned. You know, so. We've all got high expectations. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and we all live in an age now of privilege and, mm-hmm. and you know, getting what we want. and Yeah, on demand. On demand, mm. I forget, what's the word I'm looking for that, you know, people, people are very privileged, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, that's the age that we live in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you don't meet their standards, it can be difficult, mm-hmm. um, but you can only do your best. Yeah. Locally with companies, I guess, I hear what you're saying, mm-hmm. you know, and and sometimes I feel that because of the oil and gas history with Aberdeen, that sometimes dealing with smaller companies like myself these companies don't respond quite as well as yeah. they may do to larger companies or yeah, oil and gas companies. I kind of said the same thing as well. Like, but, you know, and I'd like to think I wouldn't be that way, yeah. but maybe I would. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know I'm not you perfect. That day, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. You know, I certainly, if I got an email from an oil and gas company offering a lot of money for catering, mm. you know, my ears would perk up like anyone else's, you know. Um, but I'd like to think I respond to it in the same way that I do somebody looking for a yeah. small party or, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. We just have to try and treat everybody as we would like to be treated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think one thing I was kind of wanting to kind of pick your brain about is but I feel like, you know, as like, you know, what you do is a creative business, even though, you know, like you're very much in touch with the creative community as well. And do you feel like as a creative, you have that that kind of restless mind that you just need to kind of just do stuff or your mind's always on the go? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah, I mean, I I work with some great people locally. Um, Justin, I see one of his stones up there. Oh, yeah. Honk, you know, has just designed our new T-shirts for the restaurant, actually, for the takeaway. So, 
Um, he's fantastic, yeah, and he uh, you know he's been really good to us. Mm-hmm. And and again, I think it's just like mindedness. You know, yeah. just having similar interests and wanting to see something different for Aberdeen, mm-hmm. and and you know a passion for something different here. Yeah. Um, and you know the same Crispus. Uh, you know we've worked with him, and um, you know we, we we like getting people like that involved. Yeah. And the, for me, that that could be. I mean, I I studied art history at university in Liverpool, yeah. and. Whether that's the, um, I would have rather been in the fine art class part right. of me, yeah. rather than the the theorising part of it. Right. So kind of keeping a toe in with the creatives, if yeah. you like. Um, there seemed to be a while in melt there. I mean, my manager is um, a very well established artist, fantastic artist, yeah. Katrina Platten, um, and she teaches a lot of classes locally as mm-hmm. well. Uh, there seemed to be a while there where everyone that worked for us was a, an art student or an artist. Okay. And it really wasn't deliberate. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's obviously just the kind of people you surround yourself yeah. with, isn't yeah. it? Whether you think about it or not, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, it was the same off mic as well, like the crowdfunding page, you've, that's been set up again. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, that that was a, a tricky decision that we, we've been asked about eight or nine times since it finished, including the other day, whether people could still contribute to it um, for one reason or another, that they missed it at the time, they, were, they, they didn't have a job at the time or yeah. something, and, and they really want to be involved. So, you know, I discussed it with quite a few people, um, you know, we didn't certainly want it to look desperate or, mm. you know, we, we're kind of solid for, for what we need now, but there was a lot of people that missed out on it. Yeah. Uh, so it was an opportunity to bring it back briefly because it's, you know, it has been, you know, the the guts of a year since we started this whole yeah. thing and that's it's only really just getting going. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so we're just doing a short campaign for two weeks. Okay, and when's that start? Uh, it started last night. Okay. And it should be finishing on the 14th or 15th of July. Okay. Um, and we've added two new perks on there, um, including the T-shirts, cool. um, which are only for the crowdfunders. Not even the staff are going to have those particular T-shirts. Okay. We've got different honk ones for, oh, the, okay. for the staff. Um, so very exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, and we won't be selling that particular T-shirt in the yeah. shop at any point. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully, you know, hopefully yeah. people want to get involved yeah. and... And even contribute again if they contributed the first time yeah. because of the different perks. But, you know, it's just a... Uh, we, we find that crowdfunding is a great marketing tool more so than to anything. Get your, to get your, the, the name out there It gets well. people incredibly invested in your company. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that a lot of people have a lot of opinions about crowdfunding. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you don't have the money, why would you do something, you know, etc. You're yeah. kind of cap in hand, etc. But... More than anything, it's a, it's a fantastic marketing opportunity. Yeah. And it, it does get people to, you know, I had somebody sort of say to me at Stonehaven Beer Festival, oh, one of my friends is a shareholder with you. Oh, like, yeah, they're not, but <laughs> thanks. <laughs> you know, uh, but for me, I think that's the mentality of Brewdog making such a name for themselves with crowdfunding mm-hmm. and crowdfunding being synonymous with Brewdog, yeah. that, that everybody feels that they're now a shareholder mm-hmm. in any company that they contribute yeah. to. Um, and it's not a bad thing, you know, that people feel that way um, because, as I say, they're protective of us yeah. online. I never really have to fight my own battles online anymore. Okay. <laughs> These people jump on anyone that comes near me. Right. Um, you know, so th- they're defensive of us. They spread the word for oh, us. Cool. So we've yeah. got our own marketing team out there running them up, you yeah. know. So 
it's great yeah so, so I'll put we'll put like um, the crowdfunding link we'll put cool. it in the episode description yeah. as well cool. so beyond Melt 2 and that should be opening when so we're hoping for the next two months okay um, cool. hopefully quicker but mm-hmm. we'll see yeah um, we have a full team starting work on Monday. We've so far had dribs and drabs, mm-hmm. so it should go fairly quickly from yeah. now on, and, yeah. and we'll start recruiting very soon. Yeah. And it's all going to get very busy very quickly. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. There's a lot happening. And so beyond that, then, what else is going to be happening for you for us this year? Is it all the focus on both locations? Um, I think I'll sleep for a while. <laughs> well, um, I'm not asking for a holiday. <laughs> that would <laughs> be break. lovely. Um, but of course, you know, doing this kind of thing, I'm very poor, so um, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens with the first door. I haven't fully made the decision what to do with the first door. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a destination kind of place rather than too many locals. Um, so if there's a closer destination in the centre of town, is it logical to have something that's a bit far out? Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. We'll okay. see about that one. Um, obviously, you know, it's your original kind of baby, so we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see. We'll okay. see. Um, but then we would like to start working quite quickly on the next one. So okay. um, we've already looked at sites in Edinburgh. Cool. Um, so more likely for expansion of the takeaway only yeah. um, in quite student areas mm-hmm. uh, because I think it has a lot of legs, really, yeah. uh, late night openings, etc. Oh, so, yeah, really good, yeah. Yeah, um, the restaurant was, I guess, always a little bit of a, um, a project for me mm-hmm. to, to show people that we were capable of a lot more. Yeah. Um, whether the, you know that's a bit of a, an indulgence or not, but it just always seemed to be quite limiting. I guess the takeaway and yeah. we grew out the space very quickly, yeah. and you know I feel that we can do so much more. I think that's important as well because, like, I think you know, like you mentioned earlier, like you know, you, you just don't want to be known as like set up a second location that being a grilled cheese kind of restaurant, which is not. Well, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with sort of becoming synonymous as being Mm -hmm. the toasty queen or whatever, you know, (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that. I can play into that caricature fine. Um, I just felt that we could do a bit more, you know, we we were capable of more. Mm -hmm. I just say, you know, your brain's going 10 to the dozen all the time with ideas and... You know, there's a lot of guises that this place is going to take, you okay. know, in a deli, a restaurant mm-hmm. to take out, seating, you know, a showroom to local vendors. Yeah. And uh, we've got a few other sneaky tricks um, yet to be revealed. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's probably a lot of things, a lot of ideas, the culmination of that. Yeah. So fingers crossed that works and it's not just a giant bloody mess. I'm sure um, it'll go well. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think, be, I think it'll be awesome. I'm looking forward to when I'm down Belmont Street. Yeah. yeah. I, I think a lot of people are, including, the, you know, there's a lot of vendors on, on Belmont Street that are looking forward to us being there. Oh, that's really and, good, yeah. You know, it's such a community mm-hmm. um, that they've been very supportive of us and, and we want to kind of go up and give people vouchers yeah. and, and make sure that those people, first and foremost, are regulars, yeah. you know. Um, so we're going to be opening at 7am in the morning, mm-hmm. so you'll be able to get your breakfast coffee and uh, we're bringing back in breakfast toasties oh. and um, some new ideas there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, as I say, brunches on the weekends and late openings and things like that. So a lot of things are happening a after a year of interviewing you. I know. But, you know, as painful as this year was, yeah. it's obviously meant to 
be, mm-hmm. you know, um, because I don't think we would have been this well planned or had this many ideas, hopefully going smoothly, if we'd done this when we were supposed to do this. Yeah. So somebody's got some sort of plan, let's yeah. say that. Yeah, awesome. I think that's a really great note to end the interview on. So thank you, Michelle, for coming on. No problem. Again, you know, really appreciate it. Looking forward to Melt 2, you know, opening up as well, be popping in as well to get myself there. I like that I did a breakfast toasty, actually. That sounds really nice. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we've got a lot of little silly ideas coming out oh, there. Okay. So, <laughs> right. be good, be good. But yeah, obviously, best of luck with the opening thank for you. Melt 2. And thanks again. I hope you guys enjoyed our chat and I'll catch up with you again soon. All right, see you later. So yeah, that was my chat with Michelle Clark from Melt. I'm definitely looking forward to Melt 2 opening up this year. I'm going to put um, in the episode description, I'm going to put a link for the crowdfunding page. So if you guys, you know, want to get involved and support local, definitely check it out. Um, And if you want to support Big Up The Dean as well, you you can check out the Etsy shop um, on Etsy, Big Up The Dean shop. Really cool stuff on there. I'm going to be updating it as well in the coming weeks with a few little new bits and pieces. And I'll be back again, definitely this time. No breaks um, for me. I'm going to be back um, recording the chat this week um, with a local interesting kind of creative. I'm really looking forward to this chat. Um, So, yeah, I'll see you guys soon. All right, take care for now, guys.